inspecting a nursing home. We invited three retired London residents to form an informal inspection party and visit a purpose-built nursing home for older people in North London. The home was run by a non-profit-making voluntary organisation and had been open for about a year. My name is Stella Best. Originally, I was from Guyana. I came here to join my husband in 1955, and I'm 68, and I am very active in the pensioners' movement. I've got a sight problem, but by now I've accepted that. So I get around sometimes with the help of my friends, or sometimes I'm quite able to get around on my own. We also invited Elizabeth Russell to join Stella in inspecting the home. I am basically Scottish. I got conscripted during the war and came down to work in London and never went back. And I moved to Islington, I think it was 1957. The third member of our inspection party was Teresa Lafort. Like Stella and Elizabeth, Teresa is now retired. She worked for 30 years in a canteen at Brunel University and has brought up her four children in North London. What I first noticed when I came in was it's very um, clinical looking. There's no flowers. I'd like to see a bit more friendly atmosphere. It's like only the receptionist here. There's nobody else about. And I feel it's, you know, not welcoming enough. We also invited Hannah Hanley, an experienced health authority inspector, to visit the home to give her impressions and to talk us through what she looks for. When we do inspections, we rely an awful lot on records. Uh, we can't, uh, there's nothing would replace checking of records. Go around, you see the re residents all happy, well-kept, clean, cleanliness, everything that one would expect to see. But is that just for the day? In this programme, you will hear Hannah telling us something about what's involved in an announced inspection visit. And you'll hear comments from Stella, Elizabeth and Teresa on what they thought and observed as each toured around the home. So what were Stella and Elizabeth's initial impressions when they came through the front door? As I came through, I was a very friendly receptionist. And that started to relax me right away from the official dumb of the place. But from the time you get in, you get a sort of hospital atmosphere. Not by smell, of course, just the layout. It gives you sort of official kind of place, you know. When I got in, when somebody rescued me and opened the door, <laughs> I thought it was lovely. It reminded me a bit of the uh, home my mother entered her days in. And, of course, you see, I went, I went to the window immediately, and there I saw my daughter's school. It made me feel, oh, you know, I know this place. It feels sort of vaguely homey. As an inspector, Hannah is aware of other issues too. One checks when coming into a home is the security. What is the security like? Or can people get in at all? It could be too much security. Mm -hmm. uh, but um, no, we would expect homes to be secure and so therefore we would check and see how we would gain entry, who's there, who's at reception. The nursing home has three floors with a dining room, communal lounge and bedrooms on each. I am not looking in lifts. Always where you're going to be stuck between floors. And then, um, that's good because it says, you know, we're going because one of the problems is sometimes you get in the lift and you can't see what button you want to press. But nowadays they all seem to have the speaking voice for telling you which floor you're on, which I find very good. You sometimes feel like you're shut in and you're always wondering if there's done. 
anyway the lift's going to get stuck and it's usually sensible to have somebody else in the lift with you. It's very important that the lifts in a home work because people, you know, if they're on the second and third floor, you, know, you can't bring people using wheelchairs down, so it's very important that the lifts are not just working, but there is a maintenance contract in place for the regular checking of lifts. Hello, my name's Theresa. I've come to have a look round. Do you like it here, do you? Uh, yeah. Um, well, I've only been a, a, a couple, couple of weeks, two or three weeks, more than oh, one, right. and I just had a, a stroke, and right. I am, um, uh, sort of, not been well, you know. Been. I think it's a bit small and a bit bare. I'd like to see, uh, you know, a bit of decoration. It's a palace to me. It's a palace to me. For Hannah too, talking with residents is an important part of the inspection process. I do speak wherever possible to people who want to speak to us during our inspections and always important to speak to relatives, although sometimes during the time of our inspection you're not available. So what are you expecting for lunch today? Well, I don't uh, worry about lunch. It's always nice and... Uh, so you don't know what you're having yet, my goodness? Do no, you... I don't know what, what I'm having yet. Do you get a chance to order your lunch? Did um, you choose your... Yeah, I'll get, uh, I had an order uh, yesterday. I'm diabetic and uh, they, they're very kind oh, to me. They're, they're giving me right. everything uh, I need. It's very difficult, but you have to ask, and are they just saying that because we're here or not? And you, you get a feel for what they're saying. We would have checked out the care plan and that would be something we would have provided advice on about blood sugar levels and she's the only one. All right was controlled by insulin, so hers is, uh, needs to be kept an eye on. On doing our inspection, we usually ask for a copy of the food menus to see what is actually, to see whether it's nutrition. We often ask for dietitians to have inputs to make sure that there is nutrition, that there's choice as well. You look at the type of resident accommodated in the home, what sort of ethnicity are in the home, are their needs being met, that sort of thing. You would then look at the the hygiene, we would, I would, with Dr. Nadaraja, go and check the kitchen areas and uh, look at how food is stored. You know, we're not obviously the environmental health officer, but we do the checks. And uh, where there is, where we feel there may be a problem, I would ask the local environmental health officer of the local authority to do an inspection. Hannah also takes note of the way staff interact with residents and of the recreational facilities and activities. Hi, Celestina. She's the only one here, and she's watching the telly. I should speak to you in Polish, which I find it very difficult to do. I know you speak very little English, yeah, so if you want to communicate with her, you have to try some Polish. <laughs> That's what she will understand better. We would um, look and see what was going on generally. People might say, oh, God, the television is blaring, there's nobody watching it. Very often, like we would look last week, I was in here, we had the, the activities organiser for the home. And sometimes yeah. he brings a whole lot of hats and we model the hats for the residents. Yeah. When Stella inspected the dining room, she also observed the way staff behaved and commented on the atmosphere. Well, it is a nursing home, of course, because it has the atmosphere still of home. You know, hospital, dining room, sort of thing. The nurses, I think the officials around give you the atmosphere of home. 
a hospital thing room. This is the sort of place you wouldn't want to really feel free to say what you want to really to say. You will adopt this kind of thing. Like It's not always wise to say what you really think. Stella, Elizabeth and Teresa raised several questions with staff when they were shown around the ensuite bedrooms. Do residents have television? Yes. In their rooms? Yes, they, they do. If they want, you uh, can bring in a television. You can bring in a television yes. and can you bring a radio? Yeah, presumably you can bring a radio. Yeah, yeah because... basically whatever you want. Yes. As long as it can fit into the room. But can you bring bookshelves if you want to? Um, I don't see why not. Elizabeth was not keen on the large mirror in the ensuite bathroom, but she liked the idea of having a full-length mirror in the bedroom. I have a small mirror, about, you know, just about face size above the basin. None of this well, practically full frontal stuff. Well, I suppose one has to have one. They become less pleasing with age. <laughs> Don't always want to like to see a frank picture of yourself, but. Uh, I suppose we have to know. On the subject of mirrors, we do have mirrors in the wardrobes as well. A full-length mirror. Yes, yeah. Yeah, that certainly... I would want a, a, a full-length mirror like that. So just see, you know, what I'd put on. You know, whether I'd made some terrible mistake about the colouring or something. At least have some idea what I was looking like. It's a bit of keeping yourself respect, isn't it? Teresa noticed something else missing from the bedrooms that concerned her. There's no tea-making facilities in the bedroom. They shouldn't assume that people can't do things for themselves. Um, they shouldn't assume that they still may have a problem with hot water or whatever, but occasionally you want to do things. You like to be independent. Making cups of tea and being able to... You know, if you make a friend here, as you would hope that you might do, that you can sort of get yourself away, you know, make a little private life somewhere in a corner and make yourself little cups of tea, eat the kind of biscuits you like. Food may be more important to me than it is to some people, but I, I think it does matter. We're in the, the bathroom on this floor, which is the third floor, and um, it looks like a hospital bathroom. Tell you the truth. <laughs> um, but I suppose that's what it's for. Like some of the residents might want a proper bath soaked in the bath. Oh, that's like me. I always like a yeah. proper I don't like this shower business too yeah. much. Yeah, I think that's what I like, a proper bath. Hannah works through a mental checklist that she's built up from her inspection experience. I mean, with regard to the actual facilities, that was all checked prior to registration, but you want to see how it's being kept, maintained, is the light bulb falling down, or, you know, are there any risks, are there any wet floors where people might slip? Uh, the toilet area's being cleaned. I would probably target the taps on. Yeah, and turn the hot water tap on, and they should be not too hot. One thing that interested Stella, Elizabeth and Teresa was the hairdressing room with its weekly service. I go to the hairdressers like every other week or something because it can be quite pricey or they're not doing much to it, you know, to wash and set it, just to wash and plait it. It's about 15, 16 pounds and that is pensioners rate. 
so I don't go off. So getting a do every week would be a plus. The patient she can do with my hair because, of course, I'm West Indian. So it would be different. I like my hair and plaited. What I mean from the hairdressing point of view, that would be good because at least you can get it washed and steam even if she can't plait it. I don't have a hairdresser every week as things stand at the moment. You know, I don't do that. But it would be very nice to think that I could. Um, and I would have thoughts that are important for my self-respect. I don't know how publicly people live, but, um, I mean, I can slop round at my own house looking like nothing on earth, but in a, a, a more public place, it would be more important. I need to get my hair done every so often. I mean, I, all I have is a cut shampoo and set. I'd like to, perhaps to see something else here, other beauty aids. I mean, you don't have to go the whole hog, but, you know, like something like aromatherapy or something like you know, relaxation. <laughs> so, at the end of their tours, what did Stella, Elizabeth and Teresa conclude? I find the general layout of the place was OK. The thing what I didn't like that um, struck me is the staff and arrangement. The staff were all black, to say the thing, and they were all very young. And if I was living here, I couldn't relate to those young people. I am black, of course, but if I wasn't black, I, that's another thing I couldn't relate to them. I would have preferred to see a few middle-aged people who can bring the gossips of the road and so on and to stimulate you in some argument or a nice conversation. I do agree with Stella. If, if they're very young, obviously, I'd find that really very difficult. But I don't mind having younger people. I wouldn't want to be totally surrounded by the old. I did want to know if this place is too expensive because, I mean, Islington got no ends of black people. And why this new nursing home only has one, strike me right away that it's a very expensive place where they wouldn't send blacks. You know, so that's why I was worried about the staffing, because the staffing seem quite young and they're all black. And at what once, in my mind, that's because the analogy with peanuts and monkeys, they put a lot of black staff because they want to pay them little or nothing, you know. Yeah, I agree with Stella. There is a problem with getting staff and if they don't pay them decent wages then they will go for people that are not likely to perhaps make a fuss or whatever. It wouldn't worry me to come here and see black nursing staff except I might think they were being exploited but it wouldn't worry me for myself. I was worried because of the lack of um, visual and um, homely things and things to do. Because if you look around this room, there's, there's no magazines on the table. There's a television somewhere. And there was little radio in the dining room. But um, even the activities room, there's nothing on display, is there? And it's a fallacy to think that because you're getting older and you've got a disease like Alzheimer's, that you don't need any stimulation, because you do. Because that's part of the way of getting better. Well, I asked about radio and television in your room and taking in books. Uh, that would do some of it. I also asked about making cups of coffee, you know, in your own room and having a chat with somebody. That would do some of it. Apart from that, I do wonder, because you come in and there's a... It's, it's very quiet... <laughs> 
when you come in, it's a bit like a nunnery. At least what I think a nunnery is like. <laughs> Never actually lived in one. And um, I, 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 that worried me. It yeah, strikes me as soon as you come in here, this is one of those places where it was kept very clean and very um, looked after. But it's a place where you come in to do as you're told. From the Open University. For more information, go to www.open.ac.uk forward slash use.